Nice and smooth Intro Nice and easy Nice and chill Nice and relaxed At least for the time being Until things get together That's how I'm feeling today Nice nice and chill and relaxed And keep things nice and peaceful And just kind of Shirt, first three buttons unbuttoned, chest hair out, chains dangling, just kind of strolling wherever you at. Just look in certain directions. Don't make eye contact with anybody specifically. You just look in directions and just act like you're talking to somebody. Seen people in that era, but they don't know who you're talking to. You don't matter. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Just a Dope Ass Podcast. I appreciate you all tuning in. Tis I, one half of Just a Dope Ass Podcast, King Carter, aka today, uh, Tranquilize. So, you know, I threw a little personal shit on there, but we'll get we'll get to that in a second. My my uh damn, I can't even say to my right, because I'm in I'm in the seat today. Hand to my TJ ain't here in case y'all can't figure that out. Like, there's only one nigga on the screen. So, in case you couldn't figure out that there's only one individual sitting here, it's just me. TJ out driving somewhere. Once he gets situated, he'll be able to uh, jump on with us. Maybe, maybe not. As long as he make it there safe, that's all that matters. But it's just me. Today, you know, in case y'all can't, hold on, let me adjust this so y'all can see what, y'all can see what's going on. For those of you that are watching live, you guys get to see. For those of y'all listening on the app, I mean, I appreciate y'all's support, but you don't get the visuals, so you don't get to see like what I'm doing right now. But representing, it's it's rivalry week. For those of y'all that understand what goes on with college football, baby, rivalry week. Kent State, shout out, we got the dub today. We beat Akron. They scored no points on us, and that's how it's supposed to be every year. Why? Because we are the better. We are the better. So shout out to the golden flashes and all the alumni out there such as myself representing with a big dub today wagon wheel stays at the house y'all california folk y'all y'all don't know y'all got ucla and usc playing right now last time i looked ucla was kind of beating that ass but that's to be expected they both kind of averaged this year but it's okay other than that what else is it It's also Founders Week. Shout out to the bros. In case y'all didn't know, the boys in purple and gold. It was our week this week. All week. Really, it's our month, but, you know, we'll be nice and, like, just 
share some of the limelight with other people. But Founders Week this week, shout out to my chapter side gamma out there at Kent State University. Shout out to all the bros around the world. Shout out to all the bros here in L.A. celebrating. I would throw on the dog, but I ain't got no time to be doing all that, especially not the extra long version. But y'all know what time it is. Thank you for tuning in. So I'm double repping today. We got a lot going on that I just... Oh yeah, like Superman, just hop in there, dun, 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 and then go back to what I'm doing. But since it's just me today, if you're in either one of our chats listening, if not, you can comment when you listen to this later, whenever you decide to like press play, whether it's on a good news radio app that you should have downloaded unless you're watching live on YouTube. But... I want you guys to let us know, just to have a little interaction, how y'all feel about Young Dolph. Now, for those of you that don't know, which is kind of hard for you not to know, but rapper Young Dolph was taken from us, from the city of Memphis, in his hometown, gunned down while getting some cookies. Ain't that a bitch? Like, going to get some cookies, the man gets shot, gets taken away from his family you have any thoughts, feelings, anything you want to express with that, be sure to let us know in the comments. I want to say this with like without getting canceled by the black community because I know this is going to be terrible timing, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, we we, we got to be more mindful of like the messages that we put out there, folks. Like uh, I'm, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it to that for right now. If TJ jumps on. I'll dive more into it, or we'll wait until Monday. But I'll say we definitely have to be more mindful of the messages that we are putting out there in the universe. The messages that we are portraying, the things that we talking about, the things that we manifest in our own life. Because sometimes that shit comes back to bite you in the ass. No, that's not a jab at, at Dolph, but we do have. I think I saw something where it's, we've had what 200 rappers this year alone that have been killed no they're not all obviously they're not all big rappers and i don't know if all of them were exactly killed or if we just had 200 that died but that's a lot of people within our community that represent for us that have died now whether that's from an unhealthy lifestyle which is something that we also promote whether that's from killing which is something that we promote whether that's just from bad decisions which is something that we promote all of which kind of resonate with unhealthy lifestyles. That's something that we got to be more mindful of, man. I think we put a lot of negative energy out there in the world, which is not necessarily beneficial for us, especially when you're up against shit like with Kyle Rittenhouse. So in case y'all didn't know about that and you've been under a rock as a person of color, as expected, as expected, like not one count, like not one. You have five. Not one. Not one. I wasn't expecting for him to be guilty of any. Not because he's innocent, but because the whole thing's been a circus show. All from start to finish. The judge himself, I think we could have put Judge Judy on there or Judge Jerry Springer in the seat and we probably would have gotten more justice. But that's to be expected. But I bring that up to say when you have certain institutions that are against you, like we do as black folk, we got to be careful what type of lifestyles we portray. We got to be careful of what type of messages we putting out there because we already got targets on our back. You don't need to fucking put a Gucci one on your back and go running and make it worse. But 
that's my two cents on that for right now. I'm not going to get super long-winded because y'all know when it comes to black stuff, I'm, I'm going to have some things to say. I'm going to be extremely opinionated, but I want to save that so we can actually have a, a logical conversation surrounding it. So, although my partner is not here, we do have onlookers in the studio. Yes, don't start looking all, yes. You are here. You are here. Just introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are. Represent. Um, it look on to me. Everything is up. No. You just—I mean, if it ain't in front of your face, then no, they're not gonna hear you. But it moves. There it is. Look, there it is. Hello, people. Tell the people who you are, where you come from, what you represent. Represent myself. Fair enough. Um, it's Zay. I love this show. So. For Thanks those of you, yes, for those of you that that watch on a regular basis, she normally in the chat saying something. So, and in case you guys didn't know, like we actually like people that come and support the show, whether it's on the Good News Radio app or on YouTube or on our platforms. However, you support the show, you're more than welcome to like come sit with us. This is like a prime example. She listens, she interacts on the show. I'm like, hey, you can come down and chill and just kind of be a part of the festivities today. So shout out to Zay, who's normally a, a really good supporter of the show, normally in the comments. But today you come in in person. Yay me. Yay you. Any businesses or anything you want to shout out while you're on here? No. Nope. I don't. <laughs> I'm in transition. Oh, oh well, hey, you got to be careful how you say that these days. Uh, yeah, not that transition. I just, I'm saying, <laughs> just got to be mindful because you. I have to think about it. You had to think about it for a second. I'm in transition with business. Oh, okay, okay. So the businesses are in transition. It's the end of the year, so there's a lot of mixing, mastering, remodeling, and uh, reconfiguring. What other words can we use? Uh, rebranding. Revamping. Revamping. Uh, relaunching, relaunching, any other re's retarded. Let's not bring that into the new year. But since it's the end of the year, we are bringing a lot of re's into the world. So transitions, we get it, we get it. We will be doing some some revamping ourselves for the show. We keep you guys posted on that as we get into the new year. It's holiday season. This is the weekend before uh Fat Day. I'm gonna call it Fat Day or Gluttony Day or something else other than Thanksgiving because that's not what it is. But and we call it Turkey Day, and like we okay. Minor frustration, minor minor frustration. Go ahead. Like like say say for us as as melanated individuals, right? Like I see some dishes where we as black folk. We may use turkey wings, turkey legs, things of that nature. Within, you know, our lifetime, you've had like the introduction of ground turkey and things of that nature. But how often have you seen when it comes to black dishes, like we really care about roasting turkey? Like when when did that come into play for us? Native Americans, when do we hear about them roasting turkey? I would say when do we hear about white folks roasting turkey, but they wasn't doing none of their own cooking, so it don't matter to begin <laughs> with. 
But how did how did the turkey get introduced into this situation? Who started that lie and just looked at? Uh, we gotta make up a lie. Look, say say we killed one of them birds. Isn't that big ass chicken over there? Like we gonna say we? So Turkey Day is that really? No. I mean, we could call it like day to eat. Yeah, yeah. family. Family day. Family day. What if you don't have no family? Friendsgiving. They had that already. That was this past you week. Ask, you should out of luck then. I just had to ask. This stuff that we got to think about. Not to be a dick entirely, but that is something that we got to think about when it comes to the holiday season. See, we we never do a turkey hey, on Ray. Thanksgiving. It's nasty. It <clears throat> fried turkey is all right. Like black folks have revamped the the turkey within the last say fifteen years. Like we took over and turned it into some fried turkey, and we made that a thing. But before it was just the roast turkey, and everybody was kind of doing it the same. It's it's only nasty as to cook. To I've be had honest, turkey. I've had some decent turkey. I, I can't. Not to knock all white folks, because there's some great white folks out there. They're allies. They're great cooks. You know, yeah. But most of the decent turkey that I've had has come from brown household. Absolutely. Some of the driest turkey that I've had has come from not brown households. And I just say brown because, like, all our people and, and the whole diaspora, all of us, from, from light-skinned, brown-skinned people to dark-skinned, brown-skinned people of all cultures and all regions. Like, we just salt bay, man. We know how to put a little sprinkle on that thing. but Just a little something. We know how to make sure it don't dry out. But something about, like, the presentation is great. Like, when you see on TV, like, the mm-hmm. white Thanksgiving, oh, it looks wonderful. It looks really, really good. Until you taste it. Until you taste it, and it's like, oh, it's prepared correctly. It's prepared nicely, but it's missing, like, it's missing a toenail. Yeah. It's missing a toenail. Like, you ain't, like, you You ain't put their foot in. You ain't put your, you ain't put your, and that, I'm I'm supposed to taste like ash off your ankle in that thing, and I ain't taste no ass off off the ankle. Like, that ain't, that ain't there. That's okay. She she is not rocking with the turkey. Nah, it's still nasty. I've never had turkey that was good. Not never or ham, if I'm being honest. You ain't had a good ham, girl. But I'm a sides person on Thanksgiving, so. Okay. Oh, let okay, me come we, to your house then. We can rock, Ray. We can rock with the ock. We can rock with the ock. Coming to your house, Ray. Hold on. Hi, y'all. Step okay, no, because I have questions, Ray. I have, I have questions. I have questions. One of my main questions right now. If you ain't never had good turkey, like I'm assuming you're going to eat Thanksgiving around this, roughly the same people that you normally eat Thanksgiving around. If it's not just yourself. So like I normally cook for myself, whatever the case is. If you ain't never had a good turkey and or ham. How we know that whoever's cooking ain't gonna mess up the oxtail too? Like, <laughs> maybe it's not the dish. Maybe it's the person making. Like, who who doing the cooking? Who doing the cooking this year, Ray? Like, I need I need to know. I need questions, answers, comments, and concerns. Like, I have them all. I need to know who's doing the cooking because maybe we just need 
We need a reevaluation as a family. We got to talk like, hey, grandma ain't got it like she used to, man. She she slacking in the kitchen. She getting old. She forgetting steps. She forgetting stuff. We need to take over. Like, who need to step in? Who need who need to take over? What's going on? Like, talk to me. Let me know what's going on. Shout out to D in the chat. She said, not the toenail and the ash. Yes, the toenail and the ash. What That's are we how t- you know it's what? good. We say black folk. What do we say? You put your foot in that thing. Up to the kneecap. That's a lot of leg, man. It's a whole lot of leg. I need I need a little toenail and a little ash in that thing. I need that thing. Mmm. Delicious. It's gotta be all of that. Like preparation is key. But that thing gotta have a toenail in it. Just a little just a little sprinkle, like Salt Bay do the sprinkle. It gotta have a sprinkle of ankle ash on that thing on top. The toenail on the inside and the ankle ash sprinkling on top. See? See, look, very true. I'll let y'all see that because you can, y'all see that at the bottom because you can mess up some oxtails too. Anything can be prepared wrong. Anything could be prepared wrong depending on the person that's preparing it. So I'm a, I'm a big believer, like I, I'm somebody that cook. Now, granted, I don't cook for the holiday. That's a whole nother conversation. But I enjoy cooking. Anybody that follows me on Instagram, you'll see when I do feel like posting what I've made, I put up what I have cooked. And I, I tend to do pretty well, you know. Shout out to I was I was the grilling bros. Like I was the cooking. I did that was me. I did that. You know, I'm you see the bread I'd be like protecting the grill when people doing that. That's me. Like, hey nigga, don't I does this. Like I I does a little something. Just a little something. I'm not going to say that I'm, I'm complete chef dog out here, but I did a little something. My food will taste good. If nothing else, even if I make something that look a little sketch, like just, 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 just nibble on it just a little bit. It's going to taste good. Trust me, baby. Just let it just, just let it melt all in your mouth. It's, it's going to taste good. It's going to, trust me, trust me on this. But, you can mess up anything and you can make anything taste good. That's my point, essentially. So whatever y'all having, I'm an advocate, especially when it comes to this holiday for, for brown skin folks. Make sure that y'all have a non-traditional Thanksgiving. The beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, jams, ram, hog. I'm, I'm tired of all like the same shit every year. I don't I don't know how you feel about it. I don't know how any of you listening feel about it. I don't want to have the same exact thing. Every single year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got a point. You got a point. You know, change it up a little bit. If if we know the narrative for us or this surrounding this holiday is the fallacy of pilgrims coming and sharing a meal with Native Americans, which is not true. They had turkey and some of these other traditional things that we still eat to this day. Like we understand even the menu for Thanksgiving is built in a lie. Why do we continue to stick with these foods? That was going to be my next question. I was like, I was going to ask, like, why is it that these specific foods are considered to be the Thanksgiving? Absolutely. Especially when we were doing the cooking. Yeah. We talking about slavery time. They celebrating Thanksgiving. We didn't get no day off. No. We were still doing the cooking, which means we're going to cook the same stuff that we normally make. Whatever is requested. Oh, I love your fried chicken. Or I love this. I love that. They didn't come and say, hey, we're going to make the turkey this year. Better yet, 
Here, you take it, mammy. Everybody makes the same thing. The same thing. And we don't all make it the same way, but we scrutinize and critique each other if we don't. Oh, I don't like how this was made. I don't like these cheeses. I don't like that. It has to be made one particular way for black people to be accepting of it as opposed to now. Granted, here's what I'll shoot where I'll shoot white folks a little bit like the the raisins in the potato salad or things that are a little bit different than what we expect it to be as black folk. I'm okay with that because who says we all have to make it the exact same way all the time? Why can't somebody make it a little bit different? Why can't we have oxtails instead of roasted turkey and a spiral ham? I don't see why we can't. Why can't we have, you know, green bean casserole instead of macaroni and cheese? Especially today when in California, which uh, although it's, blasphemous we do have people having like vegan thanksgivings so it's like i'm a i'm you're a meat eater no pun intended i am i am a purveyor of of fine cuisine (laughs) i'm a purveyor of fine cuisine so if it tastes good i'll eat it but i want a balanced meal i'm an omnivore me being somebody like I was in the health and nutrition, I was in the training and things of that nature, like from being an athlete to being a trainer to being a therapist now, like I understand the importance of nutrition. You lose some nutrients when you're not ingesting meat. Now, that's not to say that you can't get it from other places, and that's not to say that meat needs to be the staple of your diet, but balance. It's always been about balance for me. Libra, shout out, October. Y'all know what time it is. But... When it comes to balance, I'm not completely with demonizing something like we're just going to completely do away with this and not like, okay, so I'm going to put some pea protein in the macaroni and cheese. That's not really like cheese, but like yeah, how vegans spell it is like cheese with like one E and a Z or something. like I don't know how they spell it, but they spell stuff yes. wrong on purpose. So, you yes. know, but like it just throw a little y'all can use some chicken broth even if you don't like even if you don't use meat use some chicken broth but going back to the point of like i'm okay with people doing something different so even with people being more vegan more vegetarian more alkaline diet whatever they want to follow their menus are different and it's okay for them based on their diet why isn't it okay for us culturally to have a different menu Get in touch with your roots. Like, why not have an African Thanksgiving and make some African dishes or some Caribbean dishes? Why does it have to be the stereotypical turkey, mashed potatoes, canned uh, cranberry sauce, some mushroom gravy, greens, macaroni and cheese. 15,000 different kinds of pie, some fried chicken, some cornbread, off to the side, off to the side, and you can put all that shit on one plate, on one plate, plate. except for for certain people, shout out to Sam, I know she's not listening right now, but she don't like her food touching, I don't understand, I don't give a damn, it's all going in, some of them flavors mixed together well, but, (laughs) got my whole plate with everything on it, and I got my pecan pie and potato pie right on top of that. Sitting on top of the ham. I need another plate for dessert. I'm not putting that on top. I mean, you know, you can go Scooby-Doo status and just like smash it all together and throw it in all at one time and call it a day. But that's neither here nor there. (laughs) But the all over point being like when it comes to Thanksgiving, we already know that 
the celebration or the holiday that we are supposed to be celebrating is full of shit. So why do you guys continue to keep the same menu? Why don't we spice it up when it comes to the menu? Y'all don't want to spice it up in y'all bedroom either? Like, goddamn, y'all going to do the same two positions for the rest of your life? Y'all not going to spice it up a little bit? You're not going to use a thumb just a little bit? Slide it down. Something different? God dang, let's go to the chats and see. I see a lot of people are. So D, I put that up earlier. She said, you do be cooking. That's right. Somebody look at my story. They know I do a little something. Fresh ingredients and all. You can't cook unless you can cook from scratch. I believe that. As somebody, so I I, I dispute that a little bit. Because growing up, I learned to cook from watching my grandma, but I also learned to cook from like freestyling whatever we had in the house. I still to this day, I don't follow any recipe. I just understand the technique of what I'm supposed to be doing and how to create things. So some stuff is from scratch. Some stuff is just like I took things and compiled them to make it into something else. So cooking is a creative aspect, like creativity. So I, you know, shout out to anybody that like if you can make a meal and, and know how to make it creative, you know how to take it from nothing to something. I mean, that's for black folks taking ramen noodles and you turn that bitch into whatever the hell. That's part of our culture, too. Just taking a whole bunch of shit and putting it together, mixing and mastering and making something out of it. Shout out to Kenny in the chat supporting as always. I made chicken and egg tortillas one year. It was fire. Cook what you want. No raisins in the food. I'm okay with raisins and something. It don't have to be in everything, but as somebody like I wanted to go to culinary art school, I get it. So sometimes raisin is a complimentary flavor, especially in other cultures. Like we, we demonize white people for it, but if you go in other cultures, raisins are actually used as a sweetener because they may have, they may not have like refined sugar or something like we do. Learn something new. So you may have other cultures that they actually put raisins to give it a sweetness and like say their rice, they'll make saffron rice with a little bit of, uh, raisins just to kind of give the sweetness or if we're american we use the cranberries now we use the, the craisins you can use them too i'm okay i'm okay with it i'm okay with a little raisin you just got to be selective as to what raisin you putting in it so that part black folks are the first to reject change <sighs> be eating that some boring ass plate every year same boring ass plate Every year, exactly. Why not spice it up? But I'm going to come back to that reject and change thing because that kind of ties back into what I was mentioning at the top of the hour in case some of you logged in late when I was talking about Dolphin. I was talking about this this Kyle Rittenhouse situation that I'm trying not to get long-winded on. But rejecting change, it plays a role in that. Shout out to Nina, the MC, showing some love. We do gumbo for Thanksgiving. So gumbo for everything. I mean, I'm with that. My 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 folk, my daddy side. Shout out to Savannah, Georgia. Shout out, shout out down there in the Delta. Shout out to the, the Geechee folk, the Gullah folk down there in Savannah and South Carolina. We do low countries. Like we may have for Thanksgiving, my my pops may fry up a turkey. And then he may also do a low country boy or or gumbo or both, depending on how people how people pockets is looking that year. They may be balling. They may feel like they want to double up on the seafood. But that's definitely doable. Culture wise, though, changing it. If you come from a um, from a river area, water area in the south, then yeah, you make almost seafood boils as opposed to the stereotypical turkeys. Cause ain't no turkey running around those swamps. 
in the Gulf or nothing. Ain't no turkey running around down there. That's not turkey land. So what turkey you going to get? You got scrimps, though. We got, we got scrimps. We got crawdads or crawfish, as some people call them. You got sausages. You got, you got pork. So I'm just saying. You got options. You got options. It don't have to be the same thing every goddamn year. Just saying. Going back to Ray. I'm making the oxtails this year, so I'm not worried. Okay. So somebody somebody got a little confidence. I'm okay with the confidence, Ray. You gotta be able to highlight just like I can I can high side for my food. You should be able to high side for yours. But everybody's that confident about their food. So it's like, ugh. I don't know. To prove it, to like make sure that you're not you're not a capping on your culinary skills, I say, um, you should bring some of that to us so we can try it next week on on air i second that i'll be here and we can make sure that like these oxtails is 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 as fire as you claim they be just 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 so you know you ain't got to prove it to us but i mean we'll oblige if you just so happen to have some extra and you want to bring it down to the show like we'll try it on air and give everybody like the uh, jada stamp of approval like these five with hot sauce or without hot sauce, we're going to try it all. Kind of like hot ones. We should do that with hot ones. Like, we should have a black hot ones, but it's like certain dishes. Like, we got the curry chicken or we got the curry goat or the jerk chicken or the fried chicken or oxtail. Like, we should we should do that. It's a spicy whatever, but it's going to be a black version. We're going to have all of Shirley's side. You talking about Big Shirley? Big Shirley making the sides? <laughs> Only Shirley I know Big Shirley. That's the only Shirley I know. Only Shirley I know is Big Shirley. So we making all Shirley size, man. That, that thing might be all right. Big Shirley ain't big for no reason. She 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 eating. So if it's all Shirley size, you got me excited. Like you, if you can see, for those of y'all listening on the app, you can't. But for those of y'all watching, you can see my nipples is hard. Think about that. We talking about Shirley size now. God damn it, you got me excited. I'm just saying. Just saying. Y'all eat chitlins. Absolutely not. Damn. I didn't even mean to say it like that. It came out quick. Let me rewind that back. No, no, it's out there. It's out. Okay. Go ahead. I've never tried them to say that I don't like them. Okay. If you ask me, do I eat chitlins? It's going to be absolutely not. You don't eat chitlins, but would you eat chitterlings? I think those are the same thing. That's definitely the same thing. It is not no, no, what. See, even Nina, like, no. What's what's wrong with the chitlins? What's wrong with chitlins, folk? I don't know. I think honestly, for me, I'll say from my experience, when I hear chitlins, I just think of these slimy intestines that come from pigs, and I'm just like, ah, I'll pass on that. I don't care how you clean it, wash it, hot sauce it up. Mm, no, thank you. Okay, let's be honest. Be honest. When it come to food, mm-hmm. do you really know what part of the animal you eating? Not entirely. Okay, so I'll do my research. Okay, so you're like, oh, I'm eating this pork belly, right? We think, look at bacon. Bacon, we call it bacon, but typically it's pork belly, right? Bacon from time to time, right? 
But also certain parts are like I'm eating pig ass. You eating a whole pig's asshole, and you don't know that. And like you just, I'm eating these street tacos, these carnitas, and you not knowing that you eating on some pig ass. I don't eat carnitas, so I'm just saying in general, we don't know what yeah, we're exactly. eating half the time. We just like, oh, I have a steak. What part of the animal did it come off of? You don't know. So why are chitlins any different? Like you just know that their intestines, yes, but like everything, they're cleaned and all that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, I have to. Try, I would have to try it, it in order for me to say that I like it or not. I mean, give, give it a shot. Look, some of y'all out there. Let's look here. <laughs> y'all, yeah, come here closer. Hey, some of y'all have put worse things in your mouth, and you hating on chitlins. I'm just saying. Male and female, like, y'all eat ass, so why you won't eat chitlins? At least you know the chitlins was cleaned. Like, you don't know your partner ass been washed thoroughly, and you don't care in the moment. You just like, I'm trying to just do this thing to you that's going to make you feel good, get you a little little Luther shiver in your shoulders. You know, I'm just doing this because, you know, this is for us to share together, and you be all right, like, full-blown, like, slobbering on that thing and you don't know where that thing being for the day but then you're gonna look at chitlins and you know how they were prepared you know where they came from you know that they was clean and seasoned and all that other stuff and you be like oh it's steak down here i'm just saying like if you if you're gonna be biased be biased all the time don't be like halfway biased shout out to andrew zimmern for those of y'all that don't know andrew zimmern he's, he's a chef that's like he had a show for traveling the world eating all kind of weird things some things are a delicacy we don't even know like what it comes from. Some of y'all go to these fancy restaurants and be ordering calamari rings and don't know that that's really pig intestine. Like they be faking y'all. But I'm just saying, like you have to pay attention to like being open to trying something new. Just be open to trying something. New. You never know. You might enjoy it. First time you, you you put your tongue down in the nether regions, you was like, oh, I don't know why. Hey, this ain't that bad. For both of us, like you trying something different gives you the opportunity to to find something that you actually may enjoy. So why not try? Why not try? You might have a point. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Nina, I'm not eating anything that stinks. Anything my nose doesn't like doesn't go in my mouth. Now, if you coming in the house and you smelling the chitlins as they're being prepared, I understand that that's a deterrent. But if you didn't see the process, they were thoroughly cleaned. You didn't get to see the cleaning. They were soaked in vinegar for a little bit before they, you know, little herbs and spices to make sure they smell good before they put them in the pot. Then they season them. Like if they've done a lot to get rid of the smell, which is very labor intensive, then you might not even, you might not be turned off by it. It might taste better than you expect. But I I get it. If you've been in the house all day and they first crack open that tub and they ain't been clean yet and this, this, we go green cloud of ass just hit you in the smile and you know i get it i get it that it could be a little bit of a deterrent but don't let that fool you like try it try it i know swine is you know the babylon you shouldn't be eating the swine but you know at least try it once in your life try it once in your life d i'm from the south baby i am I am the designated chitlin mocker in my family. Oh, chitlin maker, my bad. I got these sunglasses on TV. You are the, see, see, shout out to D. Not only is she eating the chitlins, she's also making them. 
which is super important. And that's some labor intensive stuff because it take a lot of like, you got to really get in that thing to get get the get the bile out there. Got to make sure every little piece of poop come up out that thing and soaking it. So shout out to D for really push. She put her elbow in that thing. I see you. I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you, D, for out here like rapping. It's not. Wait. Oh, she was talking to you when you was talking about them being. It's not okra. Chillings aren't slimy, which I fuck with okra too. God damn it, fried okra, okra soup, which is part of our culture as as black folks coming from the big the big continent. We got a lot of okra soups that come from there. Even in the Caribbean, they got some some okra dishes. So shout out to okra. But yes, if you can eat okra and not slimy, before, during, and after, then you can eat some chitlins. Just saying. Well, D, you know you can bring me some. I try. If you ain't bringing them, I ain't trying. Okay, so see, set that up. D, you got somebody. She said she want to see what them what them chitlins is hitting for. She one gonna time, try them. One time, Just one, one time, time for the one time. Make them make them dress them up real nice. Bring her all types of different hot sauce that she can try, and she can, you might you might make her a believer. This is your chance. Top chef, god damn it. Top top chef. Uh, Compton. <laughs> make sure you do. You know, just bring a little bring a little extra for me. You know, I don't want a whole bowl, but I take I take a little bit just cause. Just cause, you know, get experimental with it. Like as a black person, I used to tell people like I'll make it. Uh, I had a dude at my church. He's like, man, I love chitlins, and I used to just throw random dishes out that like I would make just because I like creating shit. I'm like, man, I'm gonna make a chitlin breakfast burrito. And he's like, I would eat that, and I was like, I believe you. A chitlin breakfast breakfast burrito would be, but I'd make it bomb. Y'all wouldn't even know. Trust me, chop it up real nice. You wouldn't even know. You eat hot dogs, carne asada, bacon, sugar. Shoulder, lengua, I eat all that. I don't eat them often, but honestly, like when it comes to not hot dogs but sausages, y'all may not know. Like sausages are normally the casing of sausages is pig intestine, which is the same thing as chitlins. I don't eat chitlins. Yes, you do. If you if you ate that and you ate that goddamn uh, andouille sausage, your ass ate some chitlins. You just it came with some meat inside of it. You just ain't know what you was eating. Y'all gotta understand. Y'all be protecting certain things and don't understand what you protecting. I ain't gonna do. Yes, you have. You really sit down and think about it. You you probably didn't had it. And thank you, Ray. Thank you, Ray. I appreciate you for saying you're gonna bring us some food. I I'll be here. DJ, hopefully he listening and he can like, that's two people we can confirm. You said you was going to bring us a little something. So, uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a hold my meal. Cause I've been, you know, last couple of weeks, I just been doing one meal a day, you know, fasting most of the day. So on that day, I'm for sure. Like I'm going to be hungry. Cause I ain't going to have eaten nothing yet, but some tea. So don't, don't let me down now. I, I'm going to come, I'm going to come with an appetite. I'm gonna be hungry, so like, please don't let me down. Like, bring, don't, don't, don't do me like that, right? Like, please, please don't do me like that, baby. Don't leave me hanging. Make sure you bring that plate. And if you got some pecan pie, just like some of that too. I don't know what black folks be for pecan pies, but around yonder, if you got pecan pie and everybody ain't messing with it at the house for Thanksgiving, I, look, you can come drop that thing off. Just let you know, like I appreciate the pecan. We we do that in the south, like Georgia. We we do the pecan. Drop that, drop that off, just to let y'all know. But I'm getting hungry, so I'm gonna shift away from all this food talk because, like, 
Like I said, I ain't had nothing today but some tea. And the more we keep talking about food, in a minute I'm say to hell with y'all. And I'm gonna cut this show early so I can go give me something to eat because I'm hungry as hell, and my stomach is. <laughs> and I just like I don't have no tea or no water with me. I was rushing to get over here to make sure we can do the thing, and you know, brother hungry. So we gonna we gonna I'm, I'm gonna stop talking about this food just a little bit. But I didn't want to go back when it comes to my comments. When I was talking about Dolph, you shaking your head earlier. You, you was kind of like eh, 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 to some of the things that I was saying. What, what, what are some of your feelings since you have the ability to share it? Um, I don't know much about the man's lifestyle, but from what I have seen. I am just going to make my opinion based off of he lived a certain type of lifestyle. Then he got into music. Um, The stuff that he raps about um, definitely has a lot to do, I feel like has plenty of things to do with what happened. Right. Um, I don't know. I just, if you're going to be like in the rap music industry or whatever, and you come from that type of lifestyle, I just feel like there should be some type of change with, I mean, how you present yourself. Um, We can't keep talking about the same stuff, shooting drugs and killing and think that nothing's going to come back on you at all. Right. So... That kind of goes back to what I was saying about change, even though we were talking about changing the cuisine of Thanksgiving, but also when it comes to a certain mindset that we have in our community or the things that we kind of put out there, that's that requires a change, too. Now, I get it when it comes to rap music. That's kind of the motivation for a lot of people. Like, if that's what you come from, you're going to speak of the stories that, you know, I will say be a little bit more creative. I'm not in the booth, so I can't tell y'all what to do with y'all talent or y'all craft, but. If you're going to get in the booth, spin it in a different way that it's not promoting as vulgar as it can be. Now, not to say that I'm against curse words or anything like that, because I'm not. But especially during times like this, where we already have known during the pandemic, we've already known what's been going on for us as black folks. From start of the pandemic until now, we have been targeted in a lot of different ways, whether it's medically with the vaccinations, whether it's employment wise when it comes to not getting jobs or not getting the support that we need when it comes to jobs now trying to force you out of your job if you don't want to get it with protest and people that are killing innocent versions of, of our folk, our cousins, our people out there in the streets and then they get on trial and they getting off. We have all these different things that are attacking us in our community. We definitely have to be a whole lot more mindful of how we put our music out. You feel me? Like if you go back to like well, Cool in the Gang, original White Lions and them type of songs, they was talking about cocaine and cocaine usage and how it messes people's up and how it does this and how it does that. But it's creative to the point of where it's not like blatant. So for us, when it comes to the artistry of it, be able to talk about your truth by all means. Speak your truth, but figure out how to do it in a way that's it's going to help elevate your people and educate your people a little bit better than just like vulgarly promoting the shit that you were trying to get away from. Because you're in the rap game trying to get all this money because you're trying to get away from the lifestyle. 
You're not doing it because you want to stay where you at. If you liked where you were, you would stay there. I'm trying to get away from that. So don't like promote it to other people in the midst of me trying to get away from it and then go from there. So when it comes to his lifestyle, I don't, I don't know a ton about Dolph. I know enough about Dolph, but he's essentially like Memphis Nipsey to a degree. You know, come from there, gives back to his community, tries to be somewhat of a positive image. He's still going to be himself, but I'm trying to do something to promote the people in the community, help the people in the community out, do things for them, promote people doing for themselves and being independent and not falling into the certain traps that, you know, traps and systems that may be set up against us. So he promoted positivity you know, in private or in different sectors, but when it came to the music, it's a whole nother lifestyle. But the kids are getting the music. They're not always getting the interviews. They're not always getting those one-on-one conversations. They need to be able to hear something in mass that's going to talk to them a little bit better than what you're promoting on a regular basis. Just my opinion, especially when it comes to That other little white boy that they didn't let free. We're just gonna call him him. Yeah, I mean he. Those are messages that they send to us. Our music sends a message to our people. Situations like that send messages to our community as well. We already knew from jump what they was trying to tell us. That's why none of us were surprised at that. Now we'll say. hear that for me you hear that for me but we've had these type of things promoted in front of us slaps in the face so we get slapped in the face from other communities to let us know that they're not going to serve us they're not going to help us they're not going to look out for us they're not going to acknowledge us they're not going to treat us fairly they're not going to include us and then we have music on the flip side that does the same thing double whammy it's a double whammy now, speaking from a mental health aspect, what does that do to us? What does it tell us to think? At what point in time does our trauma stop? Like, I don't, I'm not from Memphis. I don't know Dolph. But that's still a member of my community. That's still one of my people. Killed by another one of our people. <clears throat> we lose that. Because when we talk about generational wealth and then we lose wealthy people. That continues to set us back. Where that money going to go? It's going to stay with his family, but now they're not going to make no more unless we run the streams up, which means we got to keep feeding ourselves the same message in order to help support the family. At what point in time does the, does the drama stop? At what point in time do we stop protecting certain things that are detrimental to us? Like we're protecting the wrong things in our country. We're protecting a menu that we stick to every year from a fabricated holiday. That's really a lie that promotes the genocide of our cousins because the Native Americans is our people. So we eat these rituals, we eat these routine foods to celebrate something that's a lie that's killing us. We listen to this music. Don't get me wrong, I like rap music too. Now, nah, we, we just started to show off many times with some ratchet shit and this it is what it is. But 
we are a little bit more mindful of what we partake in and how we demonstrate it as opposed to say kids, which are the biggest buyers of this music. They don't understand the difference. Unless they are taught. But even that, speaking to the systems, everybody working so much, who's raising their kids? A tablet. We prop kids down, put a screen in front of them, and as they grow older, they know how to use the technology, and they're going to find what they want to look towards. What are they seeing on TikTok and all this other stuff? The same messages. So they're not. it's not escaping them. I done said it before on the show many times. We got girls that graduate from high school and they graduate with a with a diploma in the OnlyFans. Cause that's what they've been seeing. That's how to get rich. That's how to protect myself, take care of myself, how to do this, how to do that. So at what point in time do we stop protecting these mindsets and things that are hurting us? At what point in time do we change the narrative a little bit and use it to benefit us? When are we going to change our menu for Thanksgiving? When are we going to change the word or advocate for changing the name of the holiday altogether? We don't use it in silence. We can say, no, we don't celebrate the holiday. That's just, yeah, but do we advocate for change? No. Are we actually going to advocate for change or or stop protecting the same systems that give people like Kyle Rittenhouse the ability to come to a community that he does not live in, kill people, celebrate it on camera, which we have seen from people that helped fund him to get him out of jail. Go to trial. And then have a judge that also supports him in secret to where You can't use certain words. You can't call these people that. You can't call people this. At what point in time do we advocate for some change when it comes to that? We can talk about how we know the justice system is not for us, but we also don't do anything to stop it or advocate against it. Where does a person start who wants to change it? We say we do. We all say we want to change it, and we start with marching because that's what we've been told. When we look at our ancestors of the Martin Luthers and people like that. They marched. So we march when we're upset. That's why all the white folks was boarding up their businesses last summer because we was marching. We was out in the streets advocating for change, and we did none of that in a year. Do we have to get killed and slapped in the face and reminded of our place in order for us to get upset? Or should we just continue to stay steadfast with things and change it ourselves? If we don't believe in the justice system and we think that the justice system is set up against us, why are we highlighting people and promoting people that are going to tell our kids to put themselves in danger with this same system? I'm going to get it out the mud, out the streets, out this, that. That's the message that we promote to the kids. And you know that their enemy is going to be the justice system. That does not have their back. I'm looking to throw you in there. You free labor. Traumatized on both sides. When you have people like, I know we talk a lot of shit and we goof off here on the show, but we are both college-educated individuals. We have people in our communities that are educated individuals that are doing businesses, that are doing something different, that are promoting health and wellness and things in our community, but we don't highlight them. We don't make them rich. We don't support them in mass. 
We support the wrong things in our community in mass. We protect the wrong things. We utilize the wrong kinds of protection for the wrong kinds of people and the wrong kinds of systems. And we the ones that get hurt by it. Real roundabout way to, to talk about something serious. I know we started off talking about food, but like I said, that was part of the conversation. We change. Change. <clears throat> Changing the narrative. Not being afraid of doing something different. Not being afraid of, of standing against something. And I'm not telling y'all to like, you get the holiday off to like, no, nah, I'm going to go work anyway because I don't sell it. No, nah, take your time. Like, don't let them white folks work you. Like, by all means, be free. Get your time in. Do your thing. Celebrate with your family. But celebrate with your family the way you want to celebrate with your family. It don't have to be the stereotypical turkey day menu. Involve everybody. Get your kid off that tablet. Bring them in the kitchen. Teach them how to make these foods at a young age. If you got people out there that don't have family in our community, invite them over so they can be a part of yours. From a mental health standpoint, if you are one of those people that don't have family, be vulnerable enough to speak up about what you need and allow somebody else to support you. talk about the food all day but there's a real bigger aspect of what we need to address that goes on especially surrounding this holiday and y'all know what happens next month and if you listen to this show on a regular basis you know how we gonna talk about uh christian's day we're gonna talk all kind of shit about that criminal mary cripping whatever it is but you we're gonna have that talk too but i'm using the opportunity today to kind of like Hey, it's okay to change. It's okay to do something different. Stop protecting the stuff that doesn't benefit you. Stop protecting the stuff that doesn't actually represent you. Utilize your voice and your choices to be able to do something different. Embrace some change. Try some goddamn chitlins and stop being afraid of them. Connect to your ancestors. They was eating that. That's all that they was giving. Now your ass, I'm too good to be. We had some big corn-fed niggas that's just helping to build this country, eating chitlins and cornbread, and you too good to eat it now. But you're going to eat that white folks' turkey, huh? That a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but don't be, don't be afraid of change. Don't be, a, some, don't be afraid of trying something different. I want to go ahead and go to the chat before we get out of here. Shout out to D. Can't be afraid to change. Growth is impossible without change. That's a word. Nothing changes. Not when you're stagnant. At all. You can't grow at all without some sort of change. Something got to change. Something has to change. D, again, children do not have the same level of discernment as adults. They are highly impressionable. For the first few years, the developmental years, we are their mind. We shape their mind. We help Set the foundation for how they're going to live their life. From a mental health standpoint, I'm telling my kids that you're not important and I'm neglecting you and I prop them in front of an app and I don't really engage with them. I'm providing. I got to pay the bills. I got to. That's cool. But emotional neglect contributes to their mental health later on down the line. It's the developmental years. They need that. Pay attention to your kids. That's a whole nother conversation. 
Dig in, firing off from the hips, pow, all day, shooting at all, y'all. Exactly. We follow the same playbook that's been laid out for us. We have to find a better way. We have to invade the system, get more people like us in positions of power. Or burn all that shit to the ground and start a whole new system altogether. I mean, whatever your approach is, I'm not really knocking, like, Everybody has a different mindset. So whatever your approach is, your approach is important. But make sure you stick to whatever it is you feel your purpose is. Some people are going to assimilate into the system and, and try to change some things from the inside. Some people are going to try to burn it down from the outside. Whatever it is your approach is, whatever your talent is, utilize that. But let's make sure we all on one accord. Let's all talk to each other and understand what our purpose is. So I appreciate everybody's uh love and support and all of these other things that we didn't have today. Thank you for, for coming by and sitting here with me. You uh, are very welcome. You know, like, you know, you ain't get the full effect of TJ being here. You know, you'll have to I listen to this. Like, TJ, bro, where you at, man? Go ahead. Lighten up. Unload on him. Go ahead. This like, is like, I come visit and your ass ain't even here, bro. Damn. Damn. I ain't coming back. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, see, blame him. And it's all your fault. It's all your fault. But I have to come back. Thaddeus. They bring in food, so I'll be back. Yeah. Shout out to Ray. She think we playing. Like, I really want. me too. You know, she said she's going to bring me some chitlins. I mean. One time. One time. Just don't bring that much, okay? Just a little bit. A bite. (laughs) A bite? I'm just kidding. I said, what the fuck I'm going to do with a bite? (laughs) I ain't biting shit. Like, I'm saying a piece of gum. I could chew the gum and not swallow it. But goddamn, like, we know. I need foot. Foot. What Medea say? Foot. I need foot. So as we go ahead and get on up out here, folk, I thank y'all for tuning in. Just because I know I was talking a lot of shit today, but it's still babies all day long. Shout out to North Cal, my fam out in Oakland and Berkeley. We gonna end with some pilo today, just to kind of like. Just a little song. Just a little song. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Make sure you come back. Come back. Come back. On Monday, listen to us live here on YouTube, here on our channel, here here on Facebook Live, on the Good News Radio app. Make sure you go and download that so you can participate with us. We appreciate your love and support as always from Just a Dose Pass Podcast. We'll see you guys on Monday. I'm excited about my income. I'm excited about my income. My life is real, it's not a sick. My life is real, it's not a sick. I'm more selling swivel and recon. More selling swivel and recon. I'm a fixture, not a peon. I'm a fixture, not a peon. They call me.